0: Hello and welcome to Film Festival Reviews, a place where independent filmmakers and film lovers stop by and listen in on what's happening in and around the film festival circuit worldwide. This is Christina Kotlar, your host, and you can subscribe to this podcast from the website filmfestivalreviews.com to get more on the conversation coming up. Tribeca Film Festival is starting on April 22nd, Earth Day, and I'll try to see the films that I found interesting on their long list. I did not get accreditation from Tribeca this year, which is just as well. The accreditation I did get in the past was the Franklin Pass, and as other media representatives experienced in the past, the Franklin Pass pretty much got you nowhere. Uh, there was a time I was a little frustrated with the red carpet and Men in Black with the attached ear sets uh, when a friend from Sundance invited me to the Tribeca underground film festival coinciding yet independent of the big fest and it was showing short films that did not get into Tribeca and. I heard that they were introducing filmmakers to distributors who were in town for the New York event. So uh, that evening I did come to the festival and was very well received, and founder and executive director Lauren Ozerov announced that the festival's new name was going to be B-Film, the Underground Film Festival, and went on with the evening showing the best short films offering a place for filmmakers to be recognized as artists. I think that's one of the reasons I'm still drawn to this festival, and that's starting next week, Tuesday, April 28th. Whenever Lorraine and I talk about the industry, we're always digressing to the art of it all, and refer to filmmakers as the artists. It's Loren's way of bridging the gap from the time she began showing short films in her Tribeca art gallery that included a bar area called, and it was called, A Taste of Art. We share this philosophy as I find my conversations have often diverged to include the art, music, dance into the filmmaking process. So what I'm doing, I'm including new segments on my blog and website for indie music compilations and soundtracks. There was a recent press announcement on Jim Jarmusch's upcoming release of a soundtrack CD from his film, The Limits of Control, and I'm always looking out for soundtrack of films that I've seen at festivals. I'm just a soundtrack junkie and will soon have a collection of shows about them on Film Festival Review's website. In any case, the first time I called B-Film, the Underground Film Festival, I was warmly received and welcomed, and since then have always been included and felt very much a part of this film festival family. So listen in on the conversation with Lorraine. We had a very nice cup of espresso and dark chocolate on a very rainy afternoon in New York City. It's spring, April showers, and I'm ready for whatever may come. Enjoy the show.
1: How did we meet? Was it through Signe? I forgot how we met. I remember that you came in 2006 when I was transitioning from being Tribeca Underground Film Festival to naming B-Film the Underground. That's right. That's when you came the first time. and And you
0: started out in a gallery. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I really like that idea because I know a lot of artists going into short films, and then I started going into the film festivals and really getting into the short films. So I was at Tribeca. Okay. And then I heard about the Tribeca Underground yeah, Film so Festival through Ian. Ian. Ian Vollmer. Okay. Because I met him
1: at Sundance. Okay. This is a very small family. There it is. So, at the end of the day, this is what happened, in, in 2006 I transitioned, right? Because originally the film started in the gallery, I used to have a gallery on Duane Street in Tribeca, and, you know, and that's why I called it Tribeca Underground without any malice or anything. Obviously I had to change my name in 2006, which I did at the end of the festival, and ever since we've been b The Underground, you know, trying to be recognized as is. And it's working. Uh, we also actually left Tribeca because we, we've been each time we've been doing our shows, it was always in Midtown. So in 2006, we did it at the Disney Avenue screening room, the Disney, the Park Avenue screening room. And in 2007, we did it at the Bryan Park. I like that area. Mm-hmm. That was nice. And in 2008, we did it again at, what were we doing last year? At the Disney screening room. Yes. So this year, we've decided to go for the Dolby. This is different this year. This year we're going to still screen at the Disney, but we actually have a new partner which is Dolby Productions. And Dolby Productions came on board as sponsor to be film the underground because we are the first, the very first and only established short film festival in the United States specializing in short film. To introduce 3D stereoscopic category, the real 3D with the glasses, not only the anaglyph but stereoscopic 3D. So it's a big deal. It's a really big deal because it's very interesting what's going on now in the industry in 3D. A lot of changes. A lot of changes. And but um, you have to
0: you have to keep finding something a little bit different for people to sit up and take notice. Yeah, I think we're talking about how many film festivals are out there, how many short film festivals have sprung up. Yes, Um, (laughs) that's true. A lot of them go away too, just as quickly. When I
1: started in 04, I think there were a couple of film festivals that were doing shorts in this city. And right now, you know, they're all over and they're not all in Manhattan but you know they're, they're all over there's a lot of film festivals now some like you say some come some some come and go and you know well we've been there and I think we're very consistent we're very persistent also in the way we pick our films so we, we we try to get
0: I think it's because of starting out in an art gallery finding the right works of art for the gallery you're finding the right works of film
1: yeah, and actually it's present. funny because that you mentioned the gallery because this year we even bridged the gap even more so in the sense that I do use a space in Midtown on 35th Street for a gallery. That is an extension of what was the gallery in Tribeca. And and that place, which is at 139 West 35th Street between uh, 7th Avenue and Broadway, called the Kaufman Arcade. And this year I've decided, because I'm getting really involved with so many filmmakers that I realize are talented artists on the side also, I mean, plasticians, that they do, you know, sculptures or drawings or paintings. I've decided that I was going to specialize in that, in that gallery, in that space. It's a semi-public space, open to the public from 8 in the morning to 9 at night. And we opened with Patrick Smith, which is a very well-known New York animator. And we have an exhibit of Patrick's work right now. All his paintings are hanging in the gallery there, and you're welcome to go visit and see. It's it's wonderful. And um, so he was the first one. This is going to, I called it bridging the gap, and this is what I'm doing now. In, In other words, I will be using consistently that space to show either photographs paintings, drawings of artists that are filmmakers.
0: I like that idea. Uh, yes.
1: It's it's a very interesting idea. I'm actually working on the next one. It's going to be amazing as well, about a filmmaker photographer from Iran. So I am getting a lot of work, very good work, and uh, the films are consistently amazingly good because every single year since 2004, we have shown films in our festival that have been nominated for Oscars every single year, okay? This year we had two that were nominated for uh, animation, Laboratory Story, and This Way Up. So these films- I, I saw the Lavatory Story. Yeah, you saw it at my place. Yes, I did. I was the only one to show it and premiere it in New York. That's why I'm going, I've seen this, but mm-hmm. I That's I'm, why I you said, saw it. Absolutely. And okay, so basically, you know, we go on, and this year we have 75 short films that we'll be screening at our festival, and they represent 27 different countries. And we do have films from absolutely everywhere around the planet. We have films from Cuba, we have films from Singapore, we have films from, I mean, you name it. Now,
0: do people come to you, or you hear about the films, or you go to, no, it's I know a, you go to the...
1: It's a mix of both. I mean, I do attend a number of film festivals. My two favorite ones, one is in Europe, it's uh, the Clermont-Ferrand Film Festival, which is the biggest one. They get five to 6,000 films every year. There's no way you can match that here. The second one I attend is the Palm Springs International Short Film Festival, which is the American side of it, which I think is very interesting, very good programming. I think they do an amazing job. I do attend that festival as well. So I attend those two, and also, I mean, through the years, I have you know consistently gathered a big I would say, database of filmmakers from all over the world. You have a following. Yes, who have been sending me their films, and they know, you know that we are not in there. It's not a commercial film festival. They know it. It's a boutique kind of thing. It's more like um, a salon to get exposure to the talented filmmakers that are all over around the world and that don't have a place to show their work. They know that we take good care of their films and that we, you know, we give them the right exposure. That's why we get those films. This year we got over 700 films submitted. It's a lot of work, and I see every single thing I get. There's not one single film that I have not seen. I make a point of that. So you know, how I've, long does that take you? Do you? When do you get started? It, it, I start in November. It's all the way till the end of March, so it's a lot of work. That is hands-on. Do you have... Um... So we do have a committee that watches the films as well with us, and, and Dimitri Atos, which is our program director. You know, we work hand-in-hand hand because we co program this uh, festival, and it's wonderful. It's a work of love, okay? And that's why it's consistently good.
0: <laughs> well, I could tell that. I could also tell by the audience that you have. It's always built.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping hoping it's going to be like this this year again. I mean, this year is a a tough year for everybody. But uh, although it's a very tough environment, we've been able to have new sponsors like the Dolby, which is a big deal. We also have Agatha and Valentina, which is one of the best caterers of the Upper East Side, who is going to be catering our events on the 28th. And May second as well. So on the opening night, i put we're that have,
0: on my calendar. Yeah,
1: we're going to have a cocktail party at six thirty at the Dolby. We also have a great new sponsor, which is the Gershwin Hotel, and the Gershwin Hotel, which is on Twenty Seventh Street um, uh, off Fifth Avenue, very well located. Uh, we're going to actually they gave us special deals for our filmmakers coming from abroad, and also we're going to have a special screening with wine and cheese and cocktail there. Uh, that's going to happen on the 30th, Thursday, the 30th of April. So the films Festival will go on from April 28th all the way to May 2nd with daily screenings from 7 to 9 p.m. Every night you're going to have a mix of 10 to 12 films minimum. For $10, that's not even $1 a film. I don't think there's anything that beats this in the city right now.
0: People love short films, and it's so doable to be able to see so many in a short period of time because any other film festival, when you're seeing a film that goes for 96 minutes or 120 minutes, you could only see four of them during the day, and yes. by that time, you know, you're, you're bleary eyed Exactly. But this, well, this uh, is really, sound, yeah. this is
1: nice, and it's going to be a nice mix every night. As you know, the program is also very eclectic. We always have a little bit of uh, animation, a little bit of spec film, some, uh, some uh, narrative, of course,
0: experimental, experimental
1: documentaries. And you have drama, and you have fun, and you have comedy, and it's very. Are very, you going very, to
0: have a lot of the filmmakers coming from the other countries? Yes, I definitely
1: yet? hope so. I think there's going to be a good uh, amount of filmmakers attending this year, and as you know, it's also very informal with us. So there's no real Q&A or anything like that. At the we, you know, we identify them in the audience, and at the end of the show, whoever wants to speak to them. Like, you're welcome to come and ask questions and share a drink with us at the end. It's it's very...
0: I encourage filmmakers to do that because people do want to talk to them oh, ask them questions. Some of them don't like to be put on the spot like that. Exactly. Right front, yeah. you know, so they feel more comfortable. Yeah, it's it.
1: much nicer. And, and then we will have our awards ceremony at the end on May 2nd. It will happen at the Dolby again. So basically the opening night on the 28th and the closing night on the May 2nd will happen at the Dolby Screening Room, which is uh, 1350 Avenue of the Americas and 55th Street. And all other nights, the 29th, the 30th, and the May 1st will be at the Park Avenue Screening Room, 500 Park Avenue at 59th Street. And right after the uh, May 2nd awards ceremony, we will have a big wrap-up party at Nikki Beach, which happens to be also one of our new sponsors this year. This will be at 51st and 3rd, and we'll have an open bar until midnight from anybody who comes from the festival. That sounds so much fun. Yeah. Like, it's going to be I really think, a lot of fun. it's going to be a lot of fun, so you shouldn't miss on that. The other
0: thing that um, I noticed now is uh, you have a... You have a Facebook page.
1: I've always had that face Well, not maybe not always. When did I open that Facebook? Maybe 2007. I don't know. I asked my daughter to set it up for me. Right,
0: right. <laughs> but I think we're using things like that.
1: Oh, yeah. I I tweet now. Yes. I do everything. I <laughs> <laughs> like okay, I have to be out there. So, yes, I use the Facebook, I use the tweet. I haven't updated my MySpace. You use your MySpace. Not MySpace. You know, I have the Facebook.
0: I'm tweeting also. Okay.
1: You can't be everywhere, right? So I'm I also have
0: a blog now. Right. So I I do film reviews. Before I wasn't really doing the reviews, but I'm finding more and more people want to hear your opinion.
1: So did um, I tell you I jury for the Academy? No. I do I jury for the Student Academy Awards. Oh wow. no! Motion pictures now. Since uh, the last two years, they've asked me to jury for them. And how does that work? It works that they show you the films and, for example, this Thursday on the 23rd, they're going to uh, decide on the winners for narrative, best narrative picture. So I mean, I've been consistently juring for them for the last two years. It's very interesting. You get to see all the films from the students that are submitted. Different schools of film submit the work of their students.
0: Right, I have seen that. I okay. have seen that certain so filmmakers did win the Student Academy Award, and they've gone on to, to exactly. create... So it's,
1: it's usually very interesting, and it's, for the last two years I've been involved in that, and it's, uh, it also gives you the perspective of you get to see you know, whatever film is submitted by students directly to the Academy, either from them or from their teachers. You know. So you always see interesting things. Do you have a lot of returning filmmakers showing their work? Uh, not a lot because I try you know first of all they first of all, I try to renew my pool and it's important to all the time get new talent in. That's number one. Number two, they also sometimes move on to do features, these filmmakers. Quite frankly, since the moment I started where a short film was not a big deal, it was like barely spoken about, it's become a big deal. And now, you know, consistently on television, you see programming of short films. You go to HBO, you can grab a short. You go to Showtime, you can grab a short. They have this thing that you can, you have short films. They programmed two or three of the films that I had shown in my uh, film festival. And they found them? From, because, you know what, because they have a lot of Canadian films. So it was some Canadian films and it was French speaking. Oh, okay. Okay, it's interesting. Uh, But I mean, now I see that short films are everywhere. You know, it, it's now it's in fashion again. All of a sudden, you know, it's become the art form. Yeah, as you said before,
0: a lot of people were just using it as a calling card. Yeah, to gain the attention to show that they can. Not anymore. And, not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. So you don't really go with themes or anything, but sometimes no. when you see a film or something that is very timely or very appropriate. Yeah.
1: yeah. This year, I mean, quite frankly, on opening night, we have a very. A very timely program in terms of that because we have this unnatural history of Wall Street that is followed by Waste. Um, It's an 11-minute film from Iceland. This is an opening night. I can't wait. (laughs) That's next week. That's next week. Yes. Tuesday. Tuesday. April 28th. Very good. Don't forget we have goodies to eat first at 6.30. Okay. I'm going to be there. You better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay! There you have it. There will be 75 short films in competition from 27 countries with the best narrative, animation, there are going to be 24 animation films, experimental documentary spec films including a 3D stereoscopic category. The opening will be on Tuesday, April 28th at the Dolby Screening Room. 1350 Avenue of the Americas and 55th Street with a cocktail party at 6.30 p.m. sponsored by Egata and Valanta, followed by a 90-minute screening of Amazing Shorts with over three New York premieres. All other screenings will take place at the Disney Screening Room, 500 Park Avenue and 59th Street, daily from 7 to 9 p.m. The award ceremony and last screening will be on Saturday, May 2nd at the Dolby Screening Room. Again, with a reception at 6 30 p.m. Dolby Production Services is one of this year's sponsors, and anyone who sits through the end credits, as I always do, will see the Dolby logo and take that as confirmation that the filmmaker envisioned having the best sound service around. For all tickets and passes, go to www.bfilm.net. That's B-E f-i-l-m don't forget to register for the two free events coming up a reception and screening thursday evening may 30th at 7 p.m at the gershwin hotel another great sponsor and the rat party may 2nd at 10 p.m at nikki beach midtown another sponsor here please join us and spread the word see you at the festival and thanks for listening